Welcome to my podcast, NYC Gal Out, about a New York City gal who is out and about. A podcast dedicated to entertainment news and pop culture headlines. You can listen to NYC Gal Out on Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, let's get into it. Good morning, Lisa. How are you? Uh, I'm okay. I'm losing my voice, and my little girl threw up at like three in the morning, and it wasn't just like a little throw up, but it was a lot. But she looks so cute. Yeah, she looks so cute. So I, my little boy, um, he has like some sort of I don't know, like Thanksgiving crap going on at school. So um, I gotta, I gotta go paint my face on after we get off the phone. And yeah, she looks so cute. She has she her little dress on. Yeah, I'll send you a picture of her when um, when we get off. But she, she has her little Thanksgiving outfit on. She's got that little cute headband. And she just learned how to walk about like two weeks ago. So she's been getting into everything. I think that's kind of actually what made her sick because she popped me into the bathroom, which, as we all know, the bathroom is probably the least sanitary <laughs> room in, in the house. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she's following me into the bathroom. She's trying to get into the um, into the the counters, uh, not counters, the um, yeah, the counters, the the. the counters under the sink and then the toilet oh my god like I'm always like cleaning the toilet now because I'm always afraid that like she's like going to you know touch it or whatever and then my husband he never see I always leave the cover down but he like never does that and like I always yell at him about it and you know of course like I'm not afraid she's like I'm not afraid that she's gonna drown or anything but I just like like I, I don't want her touching the inside of the toilet bowl, so I always have to. Yeah, yeah. So oh. I think that doesn't. She's learning. I mean, she she walks, but you know, she still kind of like walks. She's wobbly. She's so cute. Um, so she does like that little wobble walk right now. But she's just getting into everything, and it's kind of driving me crazy. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. What? Okay. You know, now that we do the recording, you know, now that we do the recording on Thursdays, it feels like I don't talk to you for like a long time. <laughs> it, it was weird because before we never like I mean we text all the time, but like even before we we only talked on Sundays, so it wasn't like any different. It was still seven days, or not seven days, six days. It was still six days from like the last time to the la- to the next time that I talked. But for some reason, like Thursday just feels longer. <laughs> I know, I know. I don't know why. Maybe it's because there's so much going on during the week, like. Yeah, it shouldn't feel any different. It's still six days, but it's just like, (laughs) it feels so long. Okay, I watch Beverly Hills. I had to watch it this morning because last night I couldn't find my damn remote. I was like, it grew legs and it walked away. I don't know where the hell my remote was. I know you sent me that clip uh, on YouTube. Uh, not the clip. You sent me the episode on YouTube, but girl, I couldn't get it. Like, I, I just couldn't watch it. I tried to watch it on YouTube, but um, they kept on like zooming in on people's foreheads and cheekbones and nose. Oh, yeah. Sometimes it, it won't be. It, it depends. Like I said, it's like, you know, just getting thrown up there for the night, basically. Um, what do you think of the episode? Okay. I think this is Miss Sutton Strat's last season because she is getting the worst edit ever. And usually with Beverly Hills, at least, um, especially with Beverly Hills, when they give you this awful, awful edit like that, we do not see them coming back. We didn't see it for um, Lisa Renna. That one's a that one was a little bit messy though, so I I can't really know either way. But um, Camille, Denise, like I, I like all those other like Lee, uh, Lisa Vanderpump. Like, do do you think she's getting the boots? I feel like she's I getting don't the. Know. Boot. 
girl, I don't that know. is so bad. That you, you, you didn't think this was like you, when you yeah, saw this like, episode. They have to give someone a bad edit, so it's like they gotta like take turns. To me, I don't always feel like a bad edit means like firing, but because Beverly Hills, like they hold on to people for forever. Look at Dorito. You know, like Lisa oh, yeah, Vanderpump really left on her own rapport. Lisa Rena, technically, she you know sent that drunken email and, and she <laughs> quit. So really, she got. I mean, technically, she quit, but probably before she got fired. Um, yeah. uh, you know, Diana Jenkins, she was a one-hit wonder. Um, Zampino, what was her first name? Cherie Zampino, she was Will Smith's first wife. She yeah. was on last season for a couple, we didn't see. So it's like, if they bring them on, they stay forever. But if they come on as a friend, we never. And Denise Richards, she had sent cease and desist to the ladies um, when all that transpired about Brandy and her and the cheating. Um, and so I think she Okay, left. what about Brandy? Okay, what about Brandy? They gave her the clue. <laughs> Oh, Brandy. Yeah, but she, that was a lie. I mean, Brandy was only on for how many seasons, right? I mean, she never came back as a friend of. They never, I think they, I think they screwed her. I think that the agreement was that she was going to come back and, and tell the story and then they were going to bring her back full time. But if Denise wasn't there, there was no place for Brandy. And so Denise was like, I'm not coming back. <laughs> They're like, well, they're Brandy, you're fucked because there's no, there's no storyline for you without Denise. Have a great day. I, I, I don't know. This episode, saw, it looks so freaking unhinged. And oh my goodness, that last um, that last scene before the credits roll, she was so annoying. Give me an example. Give me an example. Oh, <laughs> actually, I just had deja vu. I just had deja vu. Hi. About who? I just had deja vu. Um, Jackie Goschneider and Mark and Joseph. <laughs> Wait, Did they um, say that too? No. Um, in our recording last week when we were talking last week felt like 10 years ago anyway in our last recording um when we were talking about if we think their fight was real and i said there's some bullshit going on that there's uh it's because of a book deal and i said that um you know it like it, it people think it because it like it was overheard because you know, she was saying like, well, give me an example. Give me an example. Give me an example. You don't remember? You don't remember that uh, recording? It, it was only last yeah. week, girl. Or was it like the week before? I don't remember saying, give me an example. Yeah. Well, I remember she, the yeah. yeah, if she, she, she said something like, you know, all right, well, you know, tell me what, tell me what I did. Tell me what I did or something like that. So, but, and then she's like, okay, the book. Well, anyway, back to Beverly Hills. When, um, well, what's her face? When Sutton did that, that is so annoying because, like, when people do that, you really do kind of snap, right? Like, then you kind of, you're just like, when they won't I let you know. talk. I feel like Kyle was very rude. I mean, she was like, Jesus Christ, let me talk. I mean, she was like, drop the F bar. She was, yeah, I mean, that might have been like annoying. But how was like, she going to But talk? her voice was calm. I would rather have someone be calm and say, give me an example, than tell me, Jesus Christ, you can't even let me. I felt like Kyle was very, like, mean. Like, but then and how I felt was like she, she was mean in the van, too. But then how was she going to answer? Because something kept on saying, give me an example. Give me an example. So how was she, like, how was she going to be able to answer when she kept on, like, like when saying you're done, I'll, I'll give you an example. When you're done, I'll give you an example. Kyle oh no! Like, Jesus Christ! Let me talk. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, if no one's if someone's not raising their voice at me, I don't like to raise my voice at people because I feel like Sutton was like she said it gently. You know what I'm saying? She was like, Kyle, I feel like sometimes you have a way of like coming up in the middle of you know something transpiring and you kind of speak on it before you get the full story. And Kyle did that last season with Diana Jenkins and the whole like miscarriage thing. Like she told Sutton that Sutton like opened up on air and said she had two miscarriages and Kyle basically called her a liar. <laughs> like, it was awkward. I don't know. Kyle seems agitated. She seemed agitated in the van I thought when they were talking about um like the magic mic stuff. And she seemed agitated when she was on the phone with Mauricio. Did you see their phone call? She was like, hey, Mo, how are you? Okay, the Porsche make it to school. Okay, bye. <laughs> with, with, with her phone call with Mauricio, that was like a little bit awkward. The, the marriage is definitely strained, but look, she's sticking to not drinking alcohol. And I mean, good for her, you know, she doesn't want to do it. So I, I feel like the women aren't, 
being supportive of her though, I don't know, we have like a totally different perspective of this because I, I kind of feel like Sutton is coming off all crazy and unhinged and everything. So I don't know if it's just her turn to like, you know, get the beat in. But <laughs> I, I feel like she got a really bad, like she's just getting bad at where this is what like the fourth episode she's got in like a bad edit every single episode this season already okay. and um you, you know when she asked Kyle to give her an example Kyle gave her examples all the examples that she gave involved Crystal though <laughs> so I know and like <laughs> people were tweeting even like because Kyle her example was from like 2021 about the leather pants situation but like prior to that the situation started because Sutton took a coat in Crystal's room and she knocked but she didn't knock loud enough that Crystal heard her and Crystal was like naked in the bathroom and so she was very upset that Sutton had done that and she kind of made it like I don't want to say like predatory but like dark enough that it was like borderline making Sutton look bad and that's why they were like you know fighting and that's what allegedly like you know like led to the leather pants fight so it's like that's not really a fair um assessment kyle either like everyone has a bad and i think that sutton is drinking i think that's why she is acting like that she's drinking and i think that kyle doesn't have the patience for it and it is agitating her whole soul because one she doesn't drink anymore so the last thing you want to do is be around drunk people (laughs) you know what i'm saying yes that's why she doesn't want to deal with her husband i've been saying this for six months they are they cannot get along because he goes out he drinks he's a good time guy she used to be the good time gal go out clients boozing having a good time she don't if you don't drink that's not fun (laughs) you know what i'm saying like you don't i don't know but she doesn't want to go out and sip club soda and pretend it's vodka you know what i mean like i i would agree with you uh, about you know why she finds something so irritating because of that but Okay, what about the other ladies, though? Because it's not just Kyle who feels that way. The other ladies were basically like, yeah, she's fucking annoying as fuck. Erica, <laughs> she's, she she didn't stop I drinking. I mean, you know? <laughs> yeah, I don't think that she's not annoying. I just feel like the way Kyle raises her voice and speaks to Sutton in general, in all circumstances, she does Sutton dirty. Like, she's, she does her dirty. I think because like, she's like the year. smallest. Well, I think it's because yeah. she's the smallest. And I always say this like like small uh, you see this in in a lot of um people that are not very tall i i I don't i don't know if that's like the right (laughs) uh, characteristic but but like when they're not very tall like they tend to be very loud you look at saw saw's a perfect example she's like the smallest one in the group you know and i feel like she kind of like has that where, where she's coming off really aggressive. We see it with like Joe Gorga. I think he's like the smallest person in New Jersey. Uh, it, well, not, not in New Jersey. I don't want to say the whole state of New Jersey, but he's a, Joe Gorga is like the smallest one of the cast of New Jersey. Sa, she's the smallest one of the cast of Brony. I believe Kyle's the smallest one on uh, Beverly Hills, right? Cause she, like even when she has her high heels on, she's still not as tall as the other women, so. I, I, mm. Is she like the same? Is she the same height as Sutton? I I don't know. Probably. I think Kyle's pretty petite. I think she's she has a she does have like a little bit of a funny you know walk to her. Like she doesn't have a lot of torso. Maybe, height. I think. Well, I, 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 she I looks really it. short. So I don't. I I don't. Her and Sutton look like they're the same height, but I don't. I don't know. Um, but I that was just I felt like she has like not been a great friend of Sutton like over the years regardless and Sutton I think is like starting to see that but for me it's like it wasn't an isolated incident with Kyle I feel like she talks to to, um you know her like reckless like disrespectful and my you know my second opinion is um when you come at people are having like issues or what you know what I mean they're upset whatever like when you start telling them and using words like unhinged, you're triggered. You're tr- if somebody is having stress or anxiety and you use a word like unhinged before they actually are unhinged, that might make you get unhinged. Because <laughs> you're like, damn, I wasn't even, a, you know, I was going to the bathroom. Y'all came out that what? 
the Magic Mike thing, but I don't know. It just felt like they were, I don't think she should have done that. She should have went back in. She should have shot through the show. She should have been quiet. But we talked about how I think she like either is drunk and like has these brief moments of like a meltdown and then she like pulls herself together and she's like, what? I don't know. You're what just happened. Nothing happened. Do you, so do you think there is truth in Teddy Mellencamp saying she carries a vodka yes. in her purse? Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. <laughs> because she carries cranberry in her purse. And I think is the cranberry true? is vodka. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, true. She, you know, cranberry, yeah. Actually, that's that's a great point. Cranberry and maca, those two go hand in hand. <laughs> yeah. So she's putting her kettle one in her cranberry or her... Um, great goose. Great goose. Kettle one, she, I thought she was pouring. I thought she ordered a kettle one. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> but yeah, because I, I was going to say, well, if she's drinking cranberry juice, it comes out red. And But I'm thinking, no, cranberry and vodka. She's fly. <laughs> yeah, or grapefruit. I don't know if she said cranberry or grapefruit, but either or both, right? I mean. Yeah. So you so you believe Teddy Mellencamp that she, yes. that she okay. Okay. Yeah. Here's, yeah. here's the thing, though. It, okay, so once you start hiding vodka in your purse, that's that's the sign of a alcoholic. That's alcoholism. For sure, because if you for sure. Otherwise, you wouldn't be hiding it. <laughs> so, for sure. so, but that's what people do is they hide it because their addiction doesn't want them to get help. It doesn't want them to get better. So, like that's they. How that's is she like, able to function? How is she able to function? How is she not falling over her face? Like how is she not tripping over herself and falling fat on her face? Because she has taught her tolerance, because she's been doing mm. her body's used to it, so she can drink more. She, you know, and I actually I didn't know this until I was like in AA. But it's like a very common thing for alcoholics to like hide bottles around their house in the vacuum cleaner, hide bottles in their car, like because she, there's like a. But why would she hide hide it in her own home? Like I could understand her hiding it when she's out with like the friends, but why would she hide it like in her own she was home? Hiding it at home though. I don't think she's hiding it in her own home though. I think she's just taking it out and about with her in her purse. Uh, I felt bad for the assistant, Avi, because um, I I don't know what his, he's he's a house manager, a butler, a freaking financial budget analyst, a freaking uh, a cook, a maid. Like I I hope he's getting paid good because he's just I well he was like he 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 always seems to be like surfing them and I don't know if she's like you know I don't know if she like saw like Kathy Hilton because you know Kathy Hilton had like a legit butler and I, I I don't know if she saw that and she wanted something like that so she hired Avi and I don't know what Avi's like actual role is but it seems like he butlers her a lot so yeah I don't know what his role is I don't know either I don't know anything about him. I just hope he gets. I just hope he's getting paid good. But um, I, I thought it was a little weird when um, when Kyle came in. She wanted. She said, "Do you have hot chocolate or tea?" And then Sutton wanted a drink, and that's really weird because usually when somebody is like drinking tea, you don't like go and drink. <laughs> you don't go and like have a, a tr like you know you you don't have an alcoholic drink. And plus, I think it was in the morning, right? Because she like came over in the morning, so like you're having alcohol in the morning, like you're having it for breakfast, like it's. Uh, you know. I thought she said it was like the because she was when she, that's why I think I thought she was drinking kettle one because I thought I saw her use a kettle one bottle to make her drink, but um I thought she said that she like mumbled like it's I've had a hell of a day or something like I'm having a drink, like uh, making it seem like it was like she had such a rough day that that even though Kyle wasn't drinking she was gonna make herself a drink because she deserved it she had such a rough day. <laughs> What did, but here's the thing though I feel like she's only getting loud like that with Kyle why, why isn't she getting loud I do not see her getting loud like that with Erica I don't like, <gasps> yeah. Erica will eat somebody up and spin them back out <laughs> I know see, that's I, why I love Erica though I love her like I, I know like so many people like you know, don't like her, but I just, I cannot hate her. I feel, and right. plus I really like, I, I, plus I really like her in this episode because she, when they went out to like that little cowboy themed restaurant, 
I felt she was like so open um, and, and not that how do I feel empathy bullshit that we saw on the first episode, but she in this episode, she was actually very valid, very legit. She was saying, you know, um, I would love to buy a purse like I used to, but now I can't because, you know, I, I, whatever money I'm making, I'm also spending, you know, it, like I, I spend just as much as I make and I, like it was just her conversation I, I felt it was very genuine and when she said you know it is a little scary that like you know you don't have like a safety net and whatever and now it's just me and uh, you know even in her confessional when she was like am I ever going to own a home again I don't know like <laughs> you know I, I mean I don't know I kind of maybe I am naive to this but I kind of feel like she genuinely didn't know like I I don't think she's the type that cared where the money came from so I don't think she knew what Tom was doing like I, I don't think she knew that anything funny was going around like I, I like I I think you know shit hit the fan and he was like listen this is about to go down and 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 Erica was probably like you motherfucker you you better not drag me into this shit and, and, but like I don't think like she actually knew because like that that was like the accusation right was that like she knew and she was a part of it or whatever I don't know do, do you feel she knows I feel different though um I think that Erica knew something I definitely yeah because he did this for 10 years and um towards the end he was like robbing Peter to pay Paul and there was a lawsuit before he ever even um you know all this came out like i don't even know i think like a year or two prior because they actually asked erica about it on watch what happens live mm -hmm. and um so there were inklings that there were cracks in the case you know before anything happened but what i think people get lost on is the fact like these earrings that were purchased were purchased directly from the client's trust account the check was written directly out of the client's trust account and so you know, they could pay back a lot of people, a lot of orphans, a lot of burn victims, a lot of widows. These people, you know, that one line, this aircraft that, that went down, those people mm -hmm. live in like Indonesia. Like $2,000 would change their whole freaking life. Some of those, you know what I'm saying? Like they're yeah. not living in America. Like they're in freaking Indonesia. And um, so I think people, if you didn't want to be a part of this, you would return the earrings and not fight the this, this system on it because you, it's very clear where they came from, you know? It's clear what the, it's clear what they came from, but I I think that she just um, you, you know whether it's narcissism or entitlement or whatever. Yeah, I, I still don't think that just because she might be a narcissistic person or she might be somebody that lacks empathy or or whatever, I I still don't think that that equates her to like knowing because I kind of see this like the same way as um I guess like okay like so many mob wives they're like when shit hits the fan and their husbands are like hey babe we're we're turning state evidence and, and we need to like freaking I don't know go live out in like Utah somewhere with the Mormons uh, like uh, you, you know like uh, all of a sudden it's like what the fuck and, and it's like okay maybe they knew that their husband was doing something shady or doing something illegal but they didn't know like they didn't actually know and I also feel like the way that Tom spoke to her like he did not think that she was his equal he, the way he spoke to her he thought she was like dumb as a rock and I don't see him telling her, you know, like bringing her into the scheme. So I don't think like I, I don't think she really cared where the money came from. And I don't think she, like she knew. I kind of see this as like the same way as like Juicy Joe and Teresa. You know, everybody said that like everybody faults Teresa because she signed her name. But I, I think like Teresa, she, she was just old school. She, um, you know, she believed Juicy Joe that everything was like you know whatever and she just signed the name i don't actually think like Teresa read any of the forms or anything she's just like whatever you know we're married and he needs my signature because you know when you're when you are married and you are getting a loan they they do like ask for like your your spouses whatever so i I feel like it's the same way with Erica. I feel like, you know, if she had to sign anything, it probably was the same thing. And especially since Tom was a lawyer, he's probably like, Erica, you don't worry about it. 
I'm the lawyer. You know, I read it. You don't understand. You, you know, you 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 have you have a high school education, or I'm not even sure what what you like. I, I felt like he probably talked down to her a lot. Probably made her feel really stupid, and she probably didn't question him. I like I I don't. Even in the scenes where we see the two of them interacting, you could tell that he does not think of her as like intellectually equal to him. So, like, do you really see from that perspective? Do you really see him confiding in her about this stuff? Um, from the research that I've done, here's what I I realized: because Tom's uh, son-in-law is also an attorney. He also worked at Girardi and Keys. Um, there were a lot of allegations about like an account and there were being like 26 different debit cards linked mm-hmm. to this account that Tom had distributed amongst close friends and family, i.e. Erica, i.e. his son-in-law, i.e. his mm-hmm. daughter, i.e. the CFO that's in jail right now on a million dollar bond. So for mm-hmm. me, my perspective is everyone was getting something. The CFO was paying his lady of the night and making money. Yeah. and buying a house in the Bahamas it's like and he had his son-in-law involved and he had his daughter involved and there were allegations and blind items about Erica taking money and you know but because there's a limit there's a limit on how many how much money you can withdraw per day on a debit card from an account so if Mm -hmm. you have 26 debit cards and everyone goes and withdraws the maximum every single day it's a lot quicker and faster and you know what I'm saying versus any other way so that that's allegedly Erica was going and taking money out of this account every day of this debit card and taking it to a you know security deposit box and he did it for 10 years I mean over 80 90 a million 100 million dollars like they said he might have had 80 up to 80 million dollars in cash in his house so for me I feel like everyone was pretty much in on it at, at some point or another they probably didn't know the extent of it or maybe they didn't you ask questions you- I don't, you don't know, believe, but um, you don't believe that, I think that everyone believe, was involved. Honestly, but you don't believe. But you don't believe that one he way could or have another. Lied, but you don't believe that he could have lied to her. You, I know. Like, I believe that he. I, like I said, I don't think everyone. I don't think anyone probably really knows everything. But I think that they knew something. You know, was a myth. There's no way that his son-in-law worked at that office and didn't know. Everyone at Girardi and Keys knew what was happening. When you have a business that's not paying their bills people are calling they're looking for their money like your secretary is gonna know that your company's bust because people aren't getting paid you know what i'm saying like these phone calls from um these people that weren't getting paid you don't think they were call- they were calling tom's office there were voicemails floating around online from him and even legal documents when he was dodging clients their money um and all that stuff has been taken back because all those people are in court right now but they were circulating when all of this happened so you got pe- people that aren't getting their money they're calling that office People know what's going on when you got something like that happening. Cause you got. Um, uh, well, Tom, Tom does have a criminal, a, a criminal indictment, and Erica is not attached to it. I think Erica comes off very sympathetic. I mean, I. Yeah, she's a cold person, but you know, you can't just because somebody's greedy. She's definitely greedy. I mean, I I'm not saying like she's not, you know, because she wants to keep the airings. She doesn't want to like give it back and whatever. So she's definitely a greedy person. But I I don't. It has to be about intent, right? Like, did you know from the beginning? And I I don't think like she actually knew. Like, you know, I don't think she went in with. Like, I, I don't think she was with him in this as, like, a partner, like, like his CFO. What, or, was it his CFO or was it his when partner complicit, that's in jail right now? You know, when you're complicit, that's just like if you drive someone and they rob a store. Well, you you didn't go there to I rob know. a store, but you were complicit. So, guess what? <laughs> you're getting charged too. That's the legal system. And nobody knows it better than Tom Girardi. And probably Erica, too, because she said that. She's been said he may have not thought of her as an equal, but he thought of her enough that he she was on all kinds of boards and different you know foundations and you know she said that for a long time like that was her life like she that's what they did and she was on all these you know boards and and stuff and so i think that's why she's smart with the legal system now but um yeah i mean he he 
she's an intelligent woman. She's been around very smart, educated people for a long, long time. And and yes, I think you talked down to her for sure. And but I think that attorneys do that with everyone. It's an, if you have an attorney, he's just like a doctor. He's the most important person in the room. He doesn't care if you're his wife or the you know whoever. He he's speaking. So he's the doctor. He's the lawyer. I feel like I've dealt with so much chauvinism like that in the medical field with like doctors. And I know attorneys are the same way. Do you think that this is the end of, I, I mean, not not the end, but as far as like, you know, what we're going to see on Bravo, do you think this is the end of it? Because look, we're in four seasons, four seasons, what the hell am I talking about? We're in four episodes and we really are not touching on Erica Jane's legal problems. So I think Bravo is not even going to go that angle at all. I think this is going to be like, you know, Miss Sutton Strat's like freaking villainous episode or whatever. Yeah, because I don't, I I don't see them. They already did. They they did that already. You know, they already addressed her legal problems, and I, like the fact is, if 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 they were going to fire her, they would have fired her at the height of this. Mm-hmm. I think she makes them a lot of money. And here's the thing: a lot of people have a hard time hating her. Right. You know, it's kind of like um, it's kind of like with Teresa. You know, uh, a lot of people love her, um, and a lot of people, you know, they they like to like throw around that she was arrested and 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 you know she went to jail and all this other stuff. But it's still like he has this fan base where you know it's very hard to hate her so i think it's the same thing with erica on beverly hills you know a lot of people you know want to say she's guilty of this and she's guilty of that but she also has like this big fan base where i i think like they just find it hard to like you, you know like right. to hate her basically i would agree with you but i would say two things one i would say Teresa and joe were were doing you know they were taking advantage of jp morgan and chase yeah thanks and you got victims that are burned victims you know plain you know orphans and they're not speaking out right now because they're all in court but if you have those people yeah. on the internet doing interviews and that burn victim that 90 percent of his body was burned and he just wants his money for his surgery like i don't think people could easily look away from it but i don't think bravo will get rid of her at all i I think she does have a fan base but there is an issue because in the community um you know the gay community has always supported her and and she Mm -hmm. had a good fan base there but there was issues with her credit card and a designer do you know have you seen that story no is it old or uh, is it it's i mean it's still ongoing but it's not super recent okay Um, and basically her card the american express was on file for this designer for her costumes and outfits and stuff for like two years and Mm -hmm. um when things like went bad basically tom did chargebacks and said that they weren't um approved charges and so Mm -hmm. now there's like all this uh the community feels like she's done this designer dirty because she really did owe the money and he really did you know do all the work and it's just the costumes and is this designer somebody that uh, the gay community uses a lot? Is he yes. part of the gay community? I think so. I think. I mean, I don't want to speak on him, but I think so. Okay. But he's like, I, um, I wish I had more info in front of me. But that's all okay. that I know. That the community was like, kind of saying, like, we supported her from the beginning, which they have. In fact, on the American Express card, there's a charge from the company that basically ran her numbers and was able to like say, okay, this is the demographic you should market first, and this is where you're going to be most successful or most successful okay so is this this sign of gay himself or herself i don't know okay i don't know Uh, offhand yeah um i just think that he's located i want to say like around las vegas i'm not sure but he's a big designer and um they're upset because it was like you know a lot of 50 60 70 80 thousand dollars type stuff what is he taking her to court? Well, no, because yeah, he's saying this American Express, right? That it was, it was like the American would... Express that's under scrutiny with the ten million dollars of Tom America's <laughs> that American Express, <laughs> and so so um, are they in court over this? I don't know. I don't know offhand. I do not know. Well, so, so well, okay, so the chargeback so. he 
There were several chargebacks. I don't have all the details. I'm sorry. It, it literally, it's the, the reason it's so controversial is because it's on the American Express card. And when Tom and Erica, all this happened, the, the American Express card, I think, had $20 million on it. So they pulled that because that was all of her transactions. That's why they say she, you know, owes like the 20, 25 million just for the American Express alone. Um, and that was the card that she had put on file with the designer for two years, I think, around that time. So two years worth of costumes and charges and stuff. And and Tom went back and did like, you know, said some of them were unauthorized. And then in the meantime, goes, you know, kaponk. <laughs> and so the designer came out talking about it. So I think they're in court, but I don't know all of the details offhand. That's all I really know. What do you think about Erica getting a spinoff? It's going to be six oh. episodes. No way! What? I didn't even know that. Where is it? It's going to be six episodes. <laughs> well, I'll tell you later. It's six episodes. Oh, okay. Dang, I had no idea. What What are they following or doing? Her Vegas her show. show. Her Vegas oh. show. They're going to They're going to show her. Um, they're going to show her like getting ready. It's going to be kind of like Taylor Swift's heiress tour. <laughs> I don't think I know what that is. I mean, you don't, oh my God, you don't listen to Taylor Swift? I used to, like when she was young, but then I stopped. Oh, yeah, I God. used to be a Swifty, but then I. I I'm know. still a Swifty. I'm still a Swifty. <laughs> but anyway, um, so so it's it's kind of like it's kind of like that, you know, like how how uh you know Taylor Swift she comes out with these documentaries about like when she goes on tour and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. uh, her. And like her her musical documentaries are very successful, so uh, Bravo is going to do something similar to that. It's going to be six episodes. They're basically going to follow Erica Jane in her Las Vegas residency, bet it on blonde. Um, there is not an air date yet, but I am pretty sure that um, they're getting ready to promote it. Like if mm-hmm. they haven't already, I don't know. Like Maybe I'm filmed. I, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't have said anything. I don't know. <laughs> oh, we can cut. You can cut it out if you want. Because um, I think she's done with her. I don't know if she's still doing. Is she still doing her Vegas tour? Like because I remember tickets were like um, had went down super cheap, and then Sutton was on Watch What Happens Live last night, and somebody called in and asked her about her saying that the tickets i didn't even know she had said this but somebody had asked sutton about the tickets and she said they were seven dollars and then someone said they were a dollar and i don't know they um so like those are from like resell retailers or whatever they're called like um but if if you go on to like the actual like ticket master or uh you know like the official like if you go onto her website and you buy it through the official website which is which would be like Ticketmaster they're like $69 I think the $7 one are from like the resale websites so I'm not sure what they actually go for but they um what they had already did was they had already uh filmed like they, they already have episodes for it no. is what i'm saying yeah okay. okay all right wow well that's exciting i had no idea so yeah so it's going to be it's going to be six episodes and what do you think of that you, you, i know i know in our last episode you said like it seemed weird that um bravo was promoting um magic mike so much and that they were promoting Las Vegas so much. So um, they're doing it. Well, they were promoting all of that because of BravoCon, but they were also promoting it because of Erica. Uh, the girls actually, you know, they, these are, it's very strategic, everything that is planned, you know, even like, yeah. even where they're like having Crystal's birthday and all this other stuff. So a lot of it is just tied into promotion. It's like killing two birds with, one stone and a lot of the dancers at magic mike are actually her dancers did you know I that yeah, oh you didn't know that okay okay i wasn't sure um yeah so a lot of the dancers from magic mike are her are her dancers so it's it ties into the bravo universe a lot um that's really why they're promoting vegas so much at least with beverly hills anyway mm-hmm. and they're not too far from 
Vegas anyway. I mean, they're probably like of all the franchises, they're the closest one to Vegas. Yeah, it's but three-hour drive, I think. But do you think her her uh, I guess her spin-off? I I don't even know if we should talk about this, but whatever, man. I, well, do you think? Do, yeah, whatever. Do Do you think her spin-off will be successful? Do you think it's going to be something like a Bethany Guess Mary kind of shit? I don't know. I mean, uh, I'm trying to think in my mind. I just don't think that Erica has that sort of support. She um, does, though. She does, though. The ladies, Kyle and uh, Dorit, I think Lisa Retna, maybe not Lisa Retna. I don't know who. But um, Kyle, definitely. Kyle is going to make a cameo. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm talking too much. <laughs> 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 you know what? I, I, I'm not pressuring you. I'll let you take the lead. I don't know. I'm just listening. Um, she is getting support. Uh, I Kyle definitely makes a cameo. So nice, uh, nice. She just made one with Alex Alex Baskin too. I noticed that Bravo's putting up a like podcast under a paywall <laughs> with Alex. Yeah. Yep. Why? Well, I don't know. His name. I don't know. I don't know. Because he's big time, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> and you can tell because she's definitely like um, more reserved, maybe than. Wait, you're you talking know. about Alex, or you're talking about about Erica? No, I'm talking about Kyle and Alex Baskin uh, uh, doing oh, it like okay. a little interview like a podcast sort of thing like Bravo I don't know if they're gonna start doing that but I'm assuming that's what they're doing and they're putting it behind a paywall so they'll like basically uh, I don't know if you want to say they have like their own podcast or they can make whatever they want I guess and then you know put it no, behind no, gotcha. gotcha 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 oh I didn't know that about Kyle but yeah like um but Kyle does make a, a cameo um, as does the other ladies. I, I am pretty sure that um, what's her face also went out there. So it'll be interesting to to see. Um, there's supposed to be six episodes and, you know, they're going to follow her along. So, you know, she um, and I actually didn't even know this, but you had told me that she played Roxy Hart's in chicago right during the pandemic when right before the pandemic hit she didn't get to finish she didn't get to finish so when i was asking why um you know why is she getting this uh six episode spinoff i was told that um when she was doing chicago they were over she had floated that idea she had pitched that idea to the network they were interested because Chicago is actually a really big hit. And yeah. um, of course, any, any 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 Broadway show is a really big hit. So even for her to be able to like get that part, um, I was told that, you know, she had already pitched something like that for the network to do when she was in New York doing Chicago. And it, w- it was really weird because I didn't even know that she she did that you were the one that told me that she did that because you know yeah you you don't remember you told me because i had called somebody yeah, Roxy Hart. <laughs> yeah yeah i remember yes I, I sometimes i hear myself on podcasts now and what i'm trying not to do is because in real life when i'm listening i'm using active listening skills with my clients so i'm like shaking my uh-huh uh-huh you know and i'm letting them know i'm engaging but when i'm on a podcast it sounds like i'm just moaning or or interrupting when i'm saying like mm-hmm, yeah so it's like i'm trying to shut up and like let the other person talk and you know so i'm not doing that because i hate it so i swear to god i'm listening i'm shaking my head i'm just not saying anything but, yeah so yeah. yeah so i i had i started calling somebody roxy hard and then uh yeah and then you you like told me because i was saying to you like oh i don't know if you watch uh, Broadway shows, or you're, if you're into musical, but you know it, that that's a character from <laughs> Chicago, and you're like, oh yeah, I know that's like Erica Jane played her, and I was like, what? And like that's when you told me, like yeah, she played her in uh, in the Broadway before uh-huh. COVID and everything, and she didn't get to finish it out because of COVID. So 
when I found out all this about Erica, about her、uh, bedded on blonde Las Vegas residency, and that Bravo cameras are picking it up for a spinoff. And I had asked, well, why, why her? Like, you know, I understand that she she has this、uh, Las Vegas residency, but so many of the housewives have so many things going on. Why her? Like, what, what, like, what, what's so great about this residency that they would actually promote it and give her six episodes and all this other stuff? And when I asked that question, the answer was, well, we were kind of already in talks. With her to do something like this when she was doing Broadway, and of course that never that never went anywhere because of COVID. But she had already pitched an idea for something like this with Chicago. So now that she has this Vegas residency tour, they were able to kind of like you know pick it back up, with, but with like a different spin, and、mm-hmm. it, either location. Worked out great because, of course, Broadway is in New York, NBC headquarters is in New York, and you know, like Las Vegas is not that far from Beverly Hills, from LA, from wherever the hell these ladies have their freaking. Because there is a office there. I I believe there's a corporate office in LA、uh, out yeah, there. I think there is because there's an LA number and a Connecticut number. Okay, so、But、there is, yes. So there is. Wait, I'm not talking about production. I'm talking about the network. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So there is a,、um, yeah, because、um, ITV doesn't produce Beverly Hills. They they don't have anything to do with Sirens. But、um, but I'm pretty sure that、uh, there is a corporate, like there's a network corporate office out in LA. So it, it's still like really close to whatever. Um, you know anything that needs oversight? So I think, like that's why、um, they're giving her the green light on this. I'm told the episodes are already they're they're, they're already filmed. Like they're they're basically at like the editing stage at this point. So、um, I, I also、know. wanted to add with the whole Roxy Hart thing and the whole pandemic.、Um, side note: so everyone realizes the time frame. That's also about the same time that everything. Went bang with Tom and Erica, so I think like Tom and I don't know when they announced their divorce. Like COVID hit in March, right?、So、yeah, she, they she announced their divorce on election day. Okay, November. So everything,、yeah. you know, she like COVID hit in March. She comes home, you know what I mean, and everything goes、yeah. kapunk. So I don't think、yeah. that she. I don't know if Broadway didn't want to bring her back after that. You know, maybe Bravo was just waiting to like everything to die down a little bit too, probably. I don't know, girl, because like Broadway was shut down for a really long time. Yeah, for sure. So I don't know,、um, but that that is what's going on.、Um, I didn't know Erica was a Catholic. She she says she's a Catholic, so I I was actually really surprised because、um, she's from Georgia. You don't see a lot of Catholicism down in the. That's like the Bible Belt, the the South right there. That's like the Bible Belt. They're usually like Baptists or something. So, I was actually surprised、um, when she said that she is Catholic.、Yeah. And let's see what else. But she had、there. like a little chapel in their house built. So I'm like surprised, but not. I don't know. They, she literally had a well, chapel. She, she might be. But she might. She might be like a. She might be like a non-practicing Catholic. I'm a non-practicing Catholic. I mean, you know, I did all my sacraments, and、um, my two oldest, my my oldest son and my oldest daughter, they both like got confirmed and everything, because、uh, there's like seven sacraments, so you know, they they did all of that. Um, oh my, my and and my younger ones, they they did their baptism already and all that. It's like、oh, such a big deal, though. Like it's it's so,、yeah. you know. But I'm just I'm just so surprised because I don't I never thought of her as like being a religious person. But she's saying she's given up fighting for Lent. So I I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either because Lent's usually forty days, and she's making it sound like it's the weekend. <laughs> I'm like, but Lent's forty days, and you're talking about like you're this is over on Monday. Like I don't. <laughs> What did you think about Garcelle and Erica's luncheon? Garcelle and Erica? 
I think that that's, you know, a, a good thing. I don't think there's anything wrong with that because I think you got to know when to like step in for your friend and when not to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that for a long time, it was just them two versus everyone else all season long mm-hmm. because the other mm-hmm. girls were like, they had been there longer and Garcelle's like, we're the new girls. And so, like, they kind of formed a unity because of that. And they had to kind of stick together because it was just the two of them. So now that they've been on the season, you know, on the show for three years or four years, whatever, and um, mm-hmm. people are getting to know them, they have their own fan bases. Like, they don't have to, I feel like the other women are starting to respect them more. So they don't need to, like, team up as much anymore. They don't need to, they don't need to team up, but Garcelle seemed to, like, side with the other ladies on this because during that lunch, Erica, she brought up the fact that everybody has been bringing up. She said, you know, she came with a stack of $1 bills. <laughs> yeah. And... And Garcelle was like, I agree. I agree. And and so Erica was like, okay, so let's not clutch our pearls too tightly because, you know, she wants to act like she didn't know what to expect, but she came with a stack of $1 bill. And then, you know, that was when uh, Garcelle in her confessional said, you know, I don't know why I feel... I have to like defend something so much, but I'm going to start letting her fight her own battles. I think I'm so starting to realize that maybe, um, you know, in some situations, something does seem like very over the top where like her reaction doesn't warrant the scenario. I agree. I agree with you. And that's like a hard person to, you know, you don't, I mean, also like you don't want a friend that is always having a meltdown and you're always having to tend to them. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not fun either. So that can get really old too. You know, when you're like trying to have an extra yeah. like your friend's like having a meltdown every five minutes. So I can understand. Do you think, do you think she's having those dramatic meltdown where it doesn't fit the scenario but she's having those dramatic meltdowns for the camera. So you think she actually really is like that? Like even know. without cameras? I think that she's like that. I think that it's like alcohol. Even without even without the cameras? Yeah, I would say probably. I mean, she, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, it seems authentic to me because I, I don't think she would act like that if she knew what she looked like. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, she's so concerned with like her image and stuff. I couldn't see in my mind thinking that she was pretending you know, or maybe being more dramatic. I don't know. She was very dramatic about Erica when she rehearsed how Erica had put her on blast when um, the men were coming down in the elevator over the show. Oh, the elevator yeah. And, and, yeah. And Erica was like, hey, why don't you, uh, this is a great opportunity for you to apologize to my friends about their show. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. But I don't so- think she, yeah, but I don't think she thinks she comes off that. Like, you know, like, I, I think like when she watches herself, she, like, I think she, thinks that she I make excellent points like, like, <laughs> like, I, think, like I think when she sees herself she probably thinks that like oh well I, I make an excellent point like like I think I, I don't think she sees it from like other perspective I think she only sees it from her perspective so I don't even think that she thinks she comes off looking bad I think she thinks she comes off looking good I like I'm not sure if she's doing it for the camera right because I, it could I Okay, so like here's here's the thing. She she either has substance abuse, alcoholism, or she's just faking it for the cameras. But like at this point, I don't know if it's like one or the other or both. Yeah. I don't know. Both probably. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It might be a little bit of both, you know? And that's where that whole dual diagnosis thing comes in that people, you know, don't always take into consideration with alcoholics and addicts. You know, you have a mental health issue that possibly is you know causing that the alcohol is suppressing you know and bam you got mental health and addiction all in one good one is treating the other 
Okay. Do you? We don't see her film with her children. Do you think she has a good relationship with them? Um, I think so. I mean, I really hate when Bravo brings housewives on that can't film with their children or their husband. Like, I just that. And I think if there's any downfall to Sutton, that's gonna be her downfall because she don't want anyone to film with. Um, it's difficult if you don't have anyone to film with. It's difficult if you don't have your own storyline going on with your own family and a storyline yeah. amongst the women. And um, she's bringing that horse in, like you said. That's that, I know. Uh, that's oh crazy. I, I don't know. If- like you said, it like I think that's up. why I said, yeah, that's why I think they're giving her the boot. They're giving her the boot because that is the fucking craziest tagline ever. Yeah. Uh, she's basically saying she doesn't need anybody. She's got a horse. Like uh, what the fuck? Like no, no. And yeah. then like her, girl, you you know how when they do the opening credits where everybody like they they show everybody's uh tagline and 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 whatever else, mm-hmm. they legit have. A picture of her with her horse, and like, oh. <laughs> like, like, like oh. everybody else, you know, everybody else, you know, everybody else in their opening scenes, they have pictures with their family, they have pictures with them kissing their husbands, they have ki- mm-hmm. her opening scene when when they do the credits and they do the tagline, is her and a fucking horse. I know. I know, I know, I know. And she's had her daughter on before because her daughter, um, I think, I don't know if they, if Lisa Renna met her daughter and came over and had lunch, um, but she she has filmed with them like very, not very well, often. If her, well, if her daughter doesn't film, then that's because she doesn't want to because her daughter's an adult. Yeah, yeah but you when I know first that, right? started, she, I don't think she was. I'm not sure Well, she's about an that. adult now. She's yeah, an she adult is. now. Yeah, she So, is. I mean, if she doesn't want to film, that's... That's because she doesn't want to film. That has nothing to do with, like, you know, consent or anything. She just doesn't want to film. So right. I I don't know that I I don't know if if you know what kind of relationship that is. Do the kids live with her? I see I, I know nothing about her family. I think they go to like school. Like they're okay. in college. But yeah, I think so. She was on Watch What Happens Live last night and said she tried. She's still trying to go with it. She's getting three hundred thousand dollars a month. No, she she doesn't. She that's what she told. I swear to God, that because I I was like, no. Nah, but the sorry. math is a math thing. But the math is a math thing. I know. I know. You're exactly right. It's not fucking math thing. But no one did the math to realize that it's not math thing. <laughs> Only you and me did the math. And she was like, um, oh yeah, that's not even counting my assets. You know, that's the three hundred thousand before any assets that I have. Do you th- do you think she is trying to build herself up into the status of Kathy Hilton because Kathy Hilton was on for like two seasons and I mean she has money she she has those you know and you you think she's trying to equate herself to that kind of status because um you you, you know sometimes you just feel like you have to keep up I'm sure she is wealthy I'm sure she is a wealthy woman but she wants to be at that status of Kathy Hilton. It's kind of like, um, you know, Donald Trump has money. He he has a lot of money, but he still needs to, he can't be happy being a millionaire. He wants people to think he's a billionaire, if, if that mm-hmm. makes any sense, mm-hmm. I don't know. So like, do you um, think, do you think she is like that type of person that even though she is a wealthy woman, it's not enough for them to think that she is wealthy on $300,000 a year they must think that she's wealthy on $300,000 a month um I agree with you I think that she I think it's her like validation um because Beverly Hills you, I don't know but they say it's like very 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 keeping up with the Joneses type mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. life and I think because she doesn't have anything else really to show us she is trying to like supplement with the money like, I don't have, I'm not showing my husband, I don't have a dating life, I'm not showing my kids, but I have a lot of money. Watch me spend it. <laughs> like, well, I think she probably gets 300000 a year. A right. year. Not not a month, though. Because something I mean, is like not right with that. Because their company would have to be like, you know what I mean? In the billions to be able to be giving her yeah. that. Because that's like 1.300369. That's like one point some million every four months. Well, I mean, and besides from that, like, um, the kids are, 
the kids are adults. You know, usually you get that much money because of alimony on top of child support. But、mm-hmm. they're in the state of California, and in the state of California, child support ends at 18. So I can't imagine her getting all of that. I also don't think she's like in the same status as Kathy Hilton because if she did have all that money, she would be in the same status.、Mm-hmm. And I just I I don't I don't know I don't see her being in that status. But I I think I think she gets three hundred thousand dollars a year, so she definitely still is a wealthy woman. But it's just it's weird. I I and I also don't like the way she treats Avi. I feel like she's trying to make Avi into a Butler or something. I I don't know. I don't know. No, I I don't know why she's. I didn't like that either. And I think she is wealthy. I I I don't know if like maybe it's like up to three hundred thousand dollars a month, where it depends on their sales or what his income is. I'm sure it's a formula of some kind, you know. But、yeah. um, I think that she's lonely. I think that she probably had a messed up marriage, and a lot of the. Uh, mental health and the, you know, meltdowns are probably related somehow to trauma or something. I don't know. I just feel like she, you know, didn't have control of her money, and then she was at home with the kids. And she said the only thing that she was allowed to plan was their summer vacation. So I think we see. I don't think she's.、Through. I don't think she's coming back.、Um, usually, what they do is they give you such a bad edict that you feel like you don't want to come back. You know,、right. like they don't, like they、right. just, they just give you such a shitty edit that you're just like, you know, the hell with this or whatever. Or if they don't give you a shitty edit, they demote you. And I just, I, I don't see with like she just, she looks so bad. And I'm not just talking about the. The usual. Okay, well, this season is your turn to look bad. I'm talking about like, girl, they freaking, they have her with a horse. Like, no, this is not just like a, a your turn to look bad kind of, you know, which I get because I I get that, you know, every every season is somebody's turn. But no, girl, this is more than just being your turn. Like, they legit have her with a fucking horse. Like, no, like they're. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know, I know, and and here's the thing: if she has enough money, and I always say this, like this is why we don't have filthy rich housewives, because as soon as the edit doesn't go their way, i.e., Kathy Hilton,、um, yeah, Diana Jenkins, they have enough money to usually they send us somehow send some sort of cease and desist to Bravo, control the narrative for the reunion, and then they don't come back because they don't yeah. need it. Yeah. So, Yeah. So do you, I'm 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 thinking this is her last season. What is your、Thank、prediction? You. And then we're going to wrap up. I, I'm going with definitely. You're going with what? Fifty fifty or sixty forty? Seventy thirty. Seventy thirty. Seventy. Okay. She's gone. Thirty. She's staying. Seventy. She's staying. No, seventy. She's going. Thirty. She's、oh, staying. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So you you're、know. okay. So you're leaning. So you're leaning towards this is her last season, but、yeah. you're you're still not definite. I'm girl. I'm going with like 100. Like she's riding her horse off into the fucking sunset. Like no. Like I again. You know I I get the whole this is your you know、right. every season this is your turn and and I get this but. No, girl. This is like more than just this being your turn. They they had her with a tagline of a horse. And see, here's the thing: people don't understand that when they come up with these taglines, if it's like corny or something stupid, you know, th- their producer that is assigned to them will be like, oh, you know, maybe you should go with something else, or you know, maybe may, you you know, what about you use this or something like that. If her producer is telling her that, oh girl, that's a great tagline. Go with the horse. Oh girl, no, like they're jeopardizing, like they're sabotaging you because like your producer is like not helping you. <laughs> like I know. I always heard they had they. The, I don't know. Remember what housewives said this? But they said like they record like two or three. Yes, they, they don't know. Yes, they. What what they. They record two or three, and and then like you know they they choose the one that like they think is best. But if she's if she's being asked for a few taglines, and that was like what, what she could think. Like, no, girl, that that's sabotage. That's sabotage. They're sabotaging her ass. But okay. I gotta go because I gotta paint my face on. It's gonna yeah. It's gonna take me like an hour to like freaking 
put my Aww. face on. So, well, girl, you know, I wish they had filters in real life. I do. I, I know, girl. <laughs> but you're beautiful. You're going to have so much fun. And, like, you know, the, the, trust me, there's going to be moms. You, you'll be killing it. Like, you're going to go there and be like, why did I do my makeup? Like, I don't even know why I did this. No, and I, I feel like I told you, I, I, I have this stubborn 10 pounds that I just have not lost since I had the baby and it's just like oh I know <laughs> don't, don't be so hard on yourself be, give yourself a little grace today and go enjoy your yes. <laughs> oh and um one more thing okay so I didn't watch Miami because I just girl I can't get into it this season but girl I binged the whole entire season of uh Salt Lake City so <laughs> oh, nice 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 yeah we can talk yeah so next time yeah, so guys, listen, Salt Lake City, I, I felt the same way that Salt Lake City was like, I don't want to watch a bunch of Mormons in Utah, but no, Salt Lake City is so good. I've never seen the previous uh, seasons uh, with Jen Shaw and Mary Cosby and all that other stuff, so I don't know what went on previous to this season, but this season is so, so good. If you guys are not watching it, you should definitely be watching it. It comes on on Wednesdays on Bravo and of course you guys could stream it the next day all day on Peacock so we are going to end there thank you so much girl for recording with me yeah, of course I hope that you have so much fun make sure you text and let me know how it goes or send me some photos I will I'm going to send you a picture of Lucy because she looks so cute in her little I, outfit I didn't want to say on the recording but I saw it on FB I commented because I saw her little video she looks adorable you posted uh, it today right yeah, her, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. she looks so cute she looks beautiful. I commented, but send me a photo anyway because it was just a video online. So, okay. okay. All right, girl. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to leave a review. You can listen to NYC Gal Out on Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, we're going to get into it.